You're listening to the Cornerstone Word of Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this teaching from Pastor Mark. For more information on our church, please visit cwol.org. I was uh, messing with my wife because we were both heading to my mom's house. And I said, I'll just go with her and uh, you can preach tonight. And she said, I, ain't, I don't have anything. And I said, well, neither do I. So what difference does it make? So, but the Lord has been very good to us, especially, you know, when you get up on Sunday morning, you tell everybody, come tonight, and, you know, if you're hot, come tonight, and so, you know, oh, everybody got to be there, because I'm going to have a word, and then all day long, there's no word, hallelujah, and so you walk in by faith, and then you get a call, and you got to go, and you got to deal with something, and there's still nothing, and so Pastor Rhonda called Robert and told him to get ready, so he was... I'm sure on his face before God. I'm sure my mom is healed and whole according to Robert's faith. Hallelujah. <clears throat> then I walked in. I, I'm kind of honoring sometimes. I saw him walking back and forth back there and he had a piece of paper in his hand and he was walking. And he said, Are we, you on go? So bad. I wanted to say, Nope, I got to go. I, I, just, I just came to see what you were doing. I don't really have a whole lot. Turn with me to Revelations chapter 3. Verse 13. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Unto the angel, the pastor, the church of the Laodiceans, right? These things says the amen. He calls, Jesus calls himself the great amen here. The end. The faithful, the true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. And he starts to address the, the church. He said, I know your works. And this is what he's been dealing with me a lot in prayer. And I think it's not about our church, but it's about the state of the church, especially in the United States of America. Thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that you be caught cold or hot, So then because thou art lukewarm. Now you have to understand something about the city. There was water there in this city that they were known for. Their drinking water was not good. It was uh, putrid to the taste. And when people didn't know when they came into that city, when they would drink that water, they would vomit it up. And so he's relating to them something they can understand in the natural of how he's feeling about them in the spirit. And he's saying to them, I would that you would be hot or cold. Well, let's make a choice right now. You got three options. This is a multiple choice test. You can be cold, you can be lukewarm, or you can be hot. Or there is no D, none of the above, or E, all the above. You know how you guess on those? I've seen some of you take our Bible Institute tests and guess. Surely it's E, all the above. Um, So you get to make a choice. Um, He said, I'd rather, I I don't want you to be B, lukewarm, because if you are, I will, like they do, spew you out of my mouth. So lukewarm is not acceptable to God. It's not acceptable to God. And so 
the church today is going to be forced to make a choice. Like the old covenant. Remember when the prophet would go and the children of Israel were backslidden. And um, the final result was the God who answers by fire, he's God. And if he answers by fire, you're going to serve him. Right? And so remember, they wet down the altar during the drought. They had him put 12 barrels of water on it. And then remember, uh, Elijah told him, he's like, now you call your God. And remember, they cut themselves and did their little hocus pocus dance. And then Elijah made fun of them. Where is your God? Perhaps he's taking a nap. Perhaps he's on vacation. He's at Starbucks getting a cup of coffee. Where is your God? And then he called on Jehovah, our God, and he answered by fire, so much fire that it licked up the water. It consumed the offering. And I believe with all my heart, that's what we've come to, that God, the God of fire, the God of the wind, the God of the rain, the elements of God is ready to answer. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says to offer your body a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Pastor Rhonda says it this way, the only problem with a living sacrifice is the living sacrifice wants to get off the altar. Well, if by any chance in 2018 or past, you've let your body get off the altar, let's on purpose tonight put it back. Let's make a choice. Because, see, listen, no matter how hard you try, you can't be on fire without the help of the Holy Ghost. You can't personally, you can't talk yourself into it. You can't make enough right decisions. I mean, all that's important, but he's the one who brings the fire. That's why Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Ghost and fire. Hebrews 12, 29 says, our God is a consuming fire. And when you offer yourself a living sacrifice, I don't know about some of you, there's many reasons that we tend to the lukewarm. If I can be open and real with you, one of them is longevity. You know, it's good to do this for a long time. But the thing with longevity is sometimes you get to going through the motions and you don't even know you're going through the motions and that's all it is, is motions. I go to church on Sunday. I go to church on Wednesday. I pay my tithes once a week. You know, I lift up my hands when the song says to lift up its hand. And even, I'll even run with somebody around the room. If they're running, I just won't start it. Hallelujah. Um, but, but you can get and going into the motions. And you can even hit high services where you kind of get sucked into whatever's going on in the service. But that doesn't mean you personally aren't tending towards the lukewarm. You know, a, a sick person, can you tell if someone's sickly? Wh what do they start doing? They lose their appetite. Um, they either sleep all the time or none of the time. In other words, they go to extremes. They're always tired. Uh, whatever, you can tell somebody who's normally healthy, you can tell if they're sickly by the way they act. 
Spiritually speaking, a sickly person, and I know this is nobody in the room, but it'll help you to make sure that we don't, during this year, and I'm talking to me, and I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to everybody watching. Because what happens is you can make a good commitment to be at the first saturate, and I love you, and I'm glad you're here, and we had some power tonight, but I just want to help you. Because it's, it's not the decision you make once, it's the decision you make every day. Amen? It's the discipline you exercise. Oh, I hate that word. Does anybody else despise that word? Like, I, discipline. How do I got to discipline myself? I got to read my Bible every day. And, and I, I got to pray every day. So I will grow, grow, grow. If I don't read my Bible and I don't pray every day, I'll shrink, shrink, shrink. That's a kinder church song that you should all learn. <laughs> read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day and you will grow, grow, grow. That's awesome, right? If you don't read your Bible and you don't pray every day, you're going to do what? Shrink, shrink. Come on, I don't got any shrinkers in the room, right? We're going to make a commitment. We're going to offer our bodies a living sacrifice. There is nothing more important than you and I can do to, in this season than stay strong. And then while Laura was exhorting us by the Holy Ghost, the other thing you can tell by someone who is spiritually lukewarm or spiritually hot is their worship life. Come on, when they, when, when, when they sing the first note, you should be able to jump in. Oh, I don't like the style. Style is irrelevant to a worshiper. Sound is irrelevant to a worshiper. As long as the words are right, and I make sure they are, they don't sing any songs that Pastor Ron and I don't approve. Ted does the set, but they don't learn songs that we don't approve of. So if you're wondering why did Ted pick that song, you can roll that up onto me and Pastor Rhonda because we select all the songs. There's no reason for them to learn them, spend a month learning them, and then them sing it the first time, and I don't like it. They'll wasted a month of their life, and they don't have the kind of time for that. So, but you as a, how can you tell if you're offering your body a living sacrifice? When you walk in this room, whether you feel like it or not, you ought to be able to jump in. If you can't, there's something wrong with you. And the more you deny it, doesn't make it not reality. If when someone's praying and you can't get in, there's something wrong with you. You need to fix it. When the word is being preached, whether you've heard me preach it a thousand times. Listen, I like what Mark Hankins said. He said this. He got over the fear of repetition listening to Brother Hagin. Because Brother Hagin, I mean, somewhere along the way, he's going to turn to Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24. He didn't write it, but he sure did preach a lot about it. And so even if you've heard it, because see, if you heard it and you believe it, you'd be excited about it because it's working for you. How can you tell if you're lukewarm or hot or cold? Cold, you just, see, God said, I'd rather you be cold because at least you know you got a problem. If you're lukewarm, you could be fooling yourself. Not you could be, you are fooling yourself. Going through the motions that will not produce hot. Listen, I'm not, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me, even though I don't want to talk about it right now. I'd rather, let's move on. But the truth is, we've all got to, God's got something again in this year. 
Come on, he said last year was double jubilee. We got testimony after testimony after after. I was laying hands on some of you even though I didn't have time. Some of you, did I lay hands on everybody? That was wild. Now I'm kind of back. That was pretty cool. Hallelujah. Um, Oh, my gosh. We're going to have some more miracle babies. (laughs) Healing is here. Miracles are happening. Some of you have been dealing with stuff for years. The chains are gone. Hallelujah. He's making a way where there seems to be no way. Marriages are being restored. Children are coming home. Come on, things are good. Even if you have obstacles. See, when when you're spiritually strong, when you're hot. It's like this. It's like, um, you know what's the most fun way for God to clean you up? Because see, if you're having any problems, if you're having anything going on in your life, all you got to do is say, Lord, send the fire just now. Because the Bible says in Malachi, prophesying about Jesus, is that he's a refiner's fire like fuller soap. And in Matthew it says that the fire will burn up the chaff. Come on, you don't have to raise your hand. Have you ever been chaffy? What does that mean? That means with the wheat, there's some stuff in your life you need to get rid of. You know what the easiest, best, most, I'm going to use a word that's not a word, the most funnest way to get rid of some of that stuff is just walk in the fire. Just walk in the fire. Yes, you got to keep your flesh under. Yes, you got to walk in the spirit. But when you walk in the spirit, that spirit is a spirit of fire. That spirit is a spirit of power. And the closer you get to the fire, hallelujah, the closer you get to the baptism, thank God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But Jesus is, no matter if you've already been baptized with the Holy Ghost, he's still the baptizer. And you can be baptized many times with the Holy Ghost and fire. Everybody say, send the fire. Now, you know the fire lives in you, but the fire can fall on you. And I, and I, I encourage you to, to get both, to see both. G, the word of God to revelation to that church was, I would that you be hot or cold, because if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. And so I exhort you. I command you, I extol you, I, uh, I punch you, I, I do something with you, I shake you, I hug you, I, I'll, let's do whatever it takes for one another to get us moved into the fire of God so that God can do everything he wants for us this season and this time. Amen. We hope you were inspired by today's message. If you want to hear more from the Word of God, head over to cwol.org. Check us out on YouTube or any social platform under at Madison. We believe God is working within you and we want you to know Him so you too can make Him known.